This is Women Crush Wednesdays from New York Women in Film and Television. We cover all facets of women working in entertainment and media, along with highlighting accomplishments of our members and previewing upcoming events. Peggy, I'm Timmy Reese, and thank you so much for your valued time being on our podcast today. How are you today? I'm good, and thank you for having me. It's amazing. You're a Night With member, and first I want to know about your background, Peggy. What inspired you to enter the film industry in the first place? Well, actually, uh, I actually started out as a painter and a museum educator, like in my early 20s, but at the same time, I was traveling a lot. Um, and so I traveled the world a lot before I actually went back to grad school to NYU. And in fact, I'm teaching in the same department that I ended up being, that I was a grad student in myself um, before getting my doctorate in anthropology. And I returned and now I teach in a program that is called the Culture Media Program, where we do, it's so, it like, for me, it was a perfect split brain where I could have the intellectual yeah. side you know, anthropology, but then I also had the, you know, the documentary filmmaking side. Um, so that's what this program offers is, is, you know, it has both. And that really appealed to me to have, uh, to kind of work both those brains, the artistic side, but then also the, um, the scholarly side. I love it. Peggy, what do you enjoy most about being a producer and director? I think what I enjoy the most is basically exploring stories, you know, topics and histories. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a ticket to curiosity, right? You, you know, you get, to, you get to like explore all these stories and get deeper into them. And I think, you know, in terms of documentary, at least, uh, you're able to spend time with these stories and, and help them come to fruition. And that's what I like the most about it. Has there been any challenges along the way? And if so, how do you navigate through those challenges as a producer and director? I think for me, the hardest challenge is wearing a lot of hats, um, you know, from director and producer to then marketing, fundraising, balancing all that, I think has been at least in our, you know, for instance, in our last film. So for these new projects, I reached out and we have fellow producers and executive producers, and that makes a big difference. So, um, you know, I can, I can, I don't have to wear quite as many hats. <laughs> now we're excited to learn about your project. They measured our heads. How did this project come about and what does it mean to you? I understand this is a, a family story that you're sharing. It is a family story. Um, and, you know, I guess, you know, I think, I think I was following the breadcrumbs for this project long ago, like years before deciding to actually embark on the film. You know, I'd learned that my own ancestors were part of, who are in this small island called Inishbuffin, which is off the west coast of Ireland. And I learned that they were part of this 19th century anthropology study. And since I'm an anthropologist, you know, learning this was like, what? I was just, at the time, I was just studying it. And, but they were having, like, for instance, their heads measured. Um, uh, to, you know, as part of, you know, at the time it was, you know, really about kind of placing people on a racist evolutionary scale, you know, it was like learning, like getting all these measurements from people, you know, where they stood in this, in this whole unilineal evolutionary line um, that, of course, thank God was, you know, debunked <laughs> by like, by, you know, other fellow anthropologists, you know, by um, like years later. But, um, you know, seeing this and seeing my own great-great-grandfather's picture from 18, you know, 92, 
in the study, you know, as a specimen, because he was, you know, profile, and then they had all his measurements. I think that was part of it. But then I also learned that 13 skulls were stolen from the cemetery on the island. By oh, an no. Yeah, yeah. Like a famous anthropologist. He's, he was like one of the founders of modern British anthropology. So, um, so that kind of, you know, both being, and, you know, you know I had only just come to, to meet my relatives there. I was adopted. So this was my biological grandmother's home. So I felt like, wow, you know, I'm there to, to, to reconnect with family and home. And here's another anthropologist a hundred years before who was there to like steal my ancestors and not connect with them. <laughs> so I was, yeah, became part of a repatriation camp to, to campaign to get these skulls home. So this is all part featured in the film. And that's why I decided to do it. I figured I could offer both a personal perspective, but also from the anthropology field. Has this project been released yet or when can we see it? No, no. In fact, we are um, just, you know, we, we have a fiscal sponsor for this project that we're, you know, starting to um, fundraise for, but I am doing the final shoot um, in July. So I'm going back to Ireland, um, producing with my husband and we are doing the final shoot uh, this coming July and then, and then starting the editing process. Definitely congratulations. This seems like a real, you're welcome. Seems powerful on a creative aspect, on a personal level for you as well. Yeah, I hope it, you know, sheds light on for lots of, you know, for instance, Irish Americans, they say, hey, this happened to your people too. So think about that when you're, you know, right. you know, think about those histories too. Now I've learned about another project that you're the producer on, um, Shadowdown of Nanook. Am I saying that right? Uh, Shadow of Nanook. Yeah, yeah. Um, did, you, did you ever hear about the film Nanook of the North in the 1923 film? No, sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, well, it's been, it's kind of contested these days, but um, but it was uh, a film set in 1922, uh, you know, and it was a film by Robert Flaherty. And he, in fact, he had, um, he had had a child, a, a child with one, had an affair with one of the film's co-stars, um, Inuit co-stars and had this child and didn't acknowledge the child. So we're actually making a film with his grand, his unacknowledged granddaughter, Martha Flaherty and her family. And really looking at, like he went on to kind of fame with this, with this film and her family went on to, went to be exiled, one of 30, over 30 families that Canada exiled in the very high Arctic. Yeah, no, it was, it was a terrible traumatic exile. So, you know, he went on, did well, he left everybody behind and then um, and then her family was uh, sent in uh, to be kind of human flags to show Canadian uh, sovereignty over, during the Cold War in the 50s. Like cra crazy. Yeah, it's crazy history. So it's basically in the shadow of that film Nanook, uh, what happened. I'm just curious to know, um, just on a personal level, Peggy, do you ever have to like saw sometimes from these deep projects you're working on, take a step back. It, does it ever get overwhelming? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty intense topics, <laughs> but I actually try to put humor in these in these two. Like so we're putting lots of humor in there. Um because I feel like that's the way you that's the way you can kind of navigate through these types of heavier topics and also so people really listen and think about it. You know, if you got some humor in there, it's like cuz that's that's we're also part we also have humor in all of our lives so we need to right um infuse it a little bit I guess. <laughs> I love that for sure. So what brought you tonight with why did you want to become a member? I think you know the idea of community 
I really like the idea of community and, um, and I just feel like not only, you know, like I teach media, but as a filmmaker, it just felt natural to be part of a like-minded network and making a difference through media, that that types of networking helps. Also informative, you guys have informative talks and in-person events that are all, we're all compelling reasons, of course, to, to join. And, and Cynthia Lopez. Uh, yes. And, and I, I really appreciate, I just have so appreciated all that she's, she's done. What other information would you like our listeners to know about you? I know you mentioned fundraising. Is that any details you want to share about that? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to share that. Um, we are right now. We're actually we're thinking about which platform we want to launch a fundraiser on, like a crowdfunding. But in the meantime, we actually need to raise funds, like as you know, as soon as possible. Um, so we have just gotten a fiscal sponsor for both our films. We have fiscal sponsors. We're sponsored by the Center for Independent Documentary. So we actually have two pages up there now that people are welcome to to donate to everybody out there that would like to do that <laughs> and help us encourage us to get get started for for instance for the last shoot in July we have the other shoot in Shadow of Nanook's going to be in September in the high Arctic we've got the pages up already and um, donations are welcome Peggy what advice would you have for anyone who wants to become a filmmaker either as a producer or a director well I think you know filmmaking I think whether it's documentary or fiction filmmaking it takes deep deep commitment to telling stories. Um, and stories that you know that you want to get out there. So mentorship, and, and sometimes they take a long time. You know, for me, at least, I take long times before, you know, lots of oftentimes um, in between projects. So I think mentorship and networking with fellow industry folks is a great way to make, a, make it a communal journey. Is there a way we can follow you on social media to keep up to date with you or your projects? Um, any websites you'll want us to? Sure. Our um, listeners, too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, again, if you want to go on the Center for Independent Documentary, that would be great. CID. Um, uh, and then otherwise, I have PeggyVale.com where I'll be posting updates. I don't have a website. We don't have websites yet for the two films, but we will. And so that will be on my website, P-E-G-I-V-A-I-L.com. Thank you so much, Peggy. Keep up the great work. Your Night With community is so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.